Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Let's have prayer again. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this mind that you've given me to stand steadfast. I thank you, Lord. Now I ask you for strength in order to continue to stand. Because, Father, it's not easy. Your soul gave me a ministry that's not really accepted. But I ask you, Lord, to give me the strength and protection, the protection, because I am definitely under attack. I thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask us, Sister uh, Evangelist Turner would read, amen, uh, Jeremiah once again, 4 and 5. And Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 through 5. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Amen. Now that was Jeremiah. Now God knew you because he chose you. Out of all the other spirits that God could have chosen, he chose you. You. Because you were special to him, he found you worthy to give a body to. God found you worthy to give you a body. You're special. There was other spirits that he could have chosen. But you stop and think about that. He chose you. Whatever your name is, wherever you are in this country or this world, God chose you. He knew you. He chose you because you were better than those other spirits out there. You qualified to be chosen by God to be implanted in your mother's womb to give life so you could have this body that you live in. You do know this body is going back to the dust from whence it came, from whence all mankind came. It's going back, but your spirit will live on. But where is that spirit going to live? Now, are you going to do things to cause that spirit to be condemned to the darkness? To hell? Your lifestyle that you chose? And don't tell the people that God made you sinful. He did not. You chose to be sinful 
because of the spirit that came into you as a child after you were born, after you be male or female, after you were born, male or female, you were born under the protection of God. You were born because God chose you because you were already special. He, you had already proven yourself worthy. So why are you saying now, since you're doing these sinful things, God made you like this? Most of the time is because you don't know. When you became a young adult and you realized that you were doing sinful things or that you desired to do sinful things, you thought you were born like that. You were not. God don't make mistakes. What happened is that spirit that is in you that caused you to do things contrary to that of God came into you after you were born, probably when you were a baby. Now, he can come in too later in life, so you still need that protection through life. Dedicate your child. Give your child back to God. Ask God to protect your child. Don't ask God to be um, merciful of the sins that your, your child commit. Ask God to remove those sins so that you sin no more. God wants all of his children to repent of all of the wrong things you may do, all of the wrong things you may think, because you really don't have to do the act to be a sinful person. All you've got to really do is desire to do the act. And it's the same as doing. Dedicate your child, your baby. Lay hands on your child. Protect your home. Protect your husband. Protect your wife. Lay hands on your house. Bless your property. Rebuke anything that's not of God. Because God is not wrong. And unrighteousness of any kind would not enter into the kingdom of God, would not see God. God is not going to tolerate it. This is a clean-up place. I know many pastors don't talk this way. Because most of them are looking for the finances. They want to keep you happy and the money steady coming in because they got bills to pay. In the society we live in today, there's an expense to run a church. You know, that's why I sometimes think that Paul, you know, and when he had all those churches back there in the day, that that, that was the right way to do it, but go from house to house. There's very little expense there. You go over there, you know, and you, you give them a, uh, a couple of dollars, you know, and, and uh, the, the pay for the food, you know. Uh, uh, you give them uh, uh, little handouts or something like that to say, thank you for let us, letting us use your house today, Brother Wilson. Uh, we, we appreciate we had a good service here. Here's a donation, you know. 
And then you go to the next house uh, a week, uh, next week, you know. And then when you go to that house, you know, you, you, you talk to the lady, the elect lady, the lady that's that, that done all of the preparation, you know. And, and, and you, you give her a little something, you know. You know, thank you. We had a good time today, you know. You know. But the word is going forth. And, 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 and the people that own the house want the word. They don't want it watered down. They want the truth. As today, a lot of the preachers are watering down the word so you can leave there with a smile on your face. So who lose? You lose. You need to leave there with more than you came with. You need to be fed. And many of the churches today are not feeding because people tend to give better when they leave with a smile on their face. I just don't know what more I can do. All I can do is continue what I'm doing. I would like to go on a larger network. But I can't afford it because people don't support ministries like mine. They feel like, hey, he's always throwing rocks. I don't intend to throw rocks, but that's just what I'm doing. But I throw the rocks in order to get your attention that God is over there. If you want to make it in, you've got to do that. And I ask you, are you ready? If God called you today, are you ready? To meet God, that's why when they came, when I came down with this multiple myeloma, it didn't really bother me except for the fact it makes me feel bad. You know, what I wanted to do, I can't do as much anymore. So, but as far as dying is concerned, I feel that if God takes me, the war's over. And with you, brother and sister, until you take your last breath, the war is still on. Satan is after you. He doesn't want you to serve God until the end. He wants you to be a failure as he is. He doesn't want preachers like me to preach the truth, sound doctrine. Don't talk about him. He wants us to people to think that he don't even exist. And boy, is he doing his thing because people think he don't exist. Boy, he is getting over. Oh, Lord. I'm trying to tell you. But it bothers me because you know what? I like to be liked. But not many people like me. Because I hit hard and I tell the truth. But they don't like me. If they liked me, they would help my ministry. So what I do is keep it so that if they don't help me, I can manage myself with this little thing. It's this little thing. Is now I want this. I want to be, go out big. But I can't. But I have become contented with what I have. Brother and sister, I'm gonna, if you listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. You got to be right in order to be with God. You got to cast out all sins, be with God. And 
if you're having a problem, remember, remember, you have a weapon that is powerful, powerful, powerful. Repent. Repent in Jesus' name. Just repent. God, you know, with his first children that he brought in, which was the Jews, they were very sinful, you know. I'm not saying that they're not sinful now because the whole world seemed to be sinful. We were just fighting, trying to exist. But he was loved them so much, he still do, and he loves you. You remember I told you that he chose you out of all of the other spirits he could have chosen? He chose you to implant you in the body that you exist in now? That's because he loved you. He wanted to give you a chance to be saved, to serve him. He told the Jewish people when they were, oh, man, they were doing terrible things. Just repent. Oh, just repent. Just say, I'm sorry. God loves you. God love you. And, you, you know, I don't know if y'all are around animals or not, but if you watch animals, how they, the mothers protect the, the young, uh, how the, the leader protect the young, you know, and some of them will die to protect the young. <sighs> That's the kind of love God has for you. That's the kind of love. And he chose you to live in that body that you're living in. All he asks is that you look to him. He knows that you're going to be under attack. He was under attack. But he, the devil lost that war. He kicked him out of heaven. But guess what? He down here running rampant. You do know that there's three heavens, right? There's a heaven that we live on here, down here. And there's a heaven the third heaven with God exists on. And then there's a second heaven where the devil is doing his thing and he's doing his thing right down here too. So well, devil rock look around me. He have a lot, big army. The devil has a large army that's doing his work. Trying to pull you away from God. God, the devil don't love you, but I tell you what, he'll give you whatever you ask for. If you just, Pull away from God. If you just serve him, if you don't serve the devil, he's contented if you just don't serve God. Just, just being a good guy is not going to get it. You've got to choose God. Choose God in the name of Jesus. Ask to grow and become spirit-filled. With the Holy Ghost. Ask God. Tell God, Lord, I don't just want to be saved, but I want to qualify to live with the Almighty. I want the Holy Ghost, Lord. Just have mercy on me. I'm going to tell you something. There's no sin, according to the Bible, that you can't be forgiven for except Except what? Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That you can't be forgiven for. But you can commit murder and ask forgiveness, and God will forgive you. You can be homosexual, lesbian, 
And God realized that you're wrong and said, God, oh, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Lord, help me. God will forgive you. But whatever sin that you have, you got to ask God to forgive you. I repent. Repent. And don't let the devil tell you things like, yeah, just tell him you forgive you, give you for what you're about to do. Don't do that. Don't play with God like that. Forgive me for what I'm about to do. <sighs> That's almost bad as <sighs> blasphemous of the Holy Spirit. It's not as bad, but it's pretty bad when you play games like that. The next thing you know, he might end up giving you a reprobate mind when you won't have a chance to repent because you won't think to repent. And the only way you're going to be saved out of sin is to repent. Repent. Lord, I'm sorry. I don't care how many times you slip and fall. When you realize that you've sinned, and I'm not trying to give you an easy way out. I'm talking about when you realize you have sinned unintentionally. Repent. That's your weapon. Repent. And ask God to deliver you from whatever that sin might be. If you're a murderer, you want to get rid of that. Go around killing people. If you're a liar, you get rid of that. Or go around lying all the time, hurting people, hurting yourself. Oh, you don't want that. Repent. Repent. Now they've opened up gay and lesbian activities in the churches. They're opening their arms, accepting it. Don't tell you to repent. Just bring the monies. Just bring the offerings. Whatever you're doing is all right. Just bring the offerings. They're going to tell you to repent. I'm telling you to repent in Jesus' name. Repent. That is the greatest weapon I know that we have because we're under attack by Satan. And the way to get away from him or to be saved from him is repent, rebuke that sin in Jesus' name because he's the one that came and died that you might have this right. He's the one. He's the one. Jesus is the one. But Jesus is of God. You know that, right? There are three Godheads. Who are they? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. You hear me? God the Father. That's the creator of all things. That's the creator of Jesus because he was so powerful, he took of himself and formed himself a son, separate of himself, but from him. He took him up from himself and he made the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, another son that came from him. Oh, we're talking about a mighty, 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 mighty God. We're talking about a mighty, 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 mighty God. Lord, I ask you to help me 
Because, like I said, because people tend not to appreciate. Look into the churches and see how many evangelists come in there today. Evangelists are needed in the churches today to bring sound doctrine, the word, hard, that people might understand and realize they're going to have to <laughs> repent of their sins. They're going to have to repent of their sins. <clears throat> God loves you. He just don't like what you're doing. And if you repent, he's more than happy to accept you back in. He told the children of Israel, if you would be, just repent. Just come to me, and I'll be like a hen, and I'll put my protection around you. Oh, God, he wants to protect you. He wants to love you. He wants you to be saved. He wants that none of us be lost. But brothers and sisters, a lot of us are going to go to hell. A lot of us. Because the pastors are so kind-hearted, somebody said, that they can't preach sound doctrine. And then they won't allow evangelists like me behind their pulpit because I hurt their feelings. The offering is not as great. So there's no place for me. And I realize that people like me, we have feelings too. We love you. We don't like going around hurting your feelings. But if God called you to evangelize, boy, you better be evangelizing. Doing what the Lord tell you to do. Second Kings, First Kings 13, I think. By the man of God who's given directions, told what to do. Exactly. You take nothing. You don't eat there. You don't drink there. This is the direction that you take, and you give this message to Jeroboam. And when you come back, don't go back the way you came. And guess what? The man of God knew what he was supposed to do, and he didn't do it. And he was torn apart. When you know that you've got a calling on your life, you know what you're supposed to do, boy, you better find yourself doing it or you're going to be in big trouble with God. I'm doing the best I can with what I have to do with. I ask you to pray for me that I will continue to be able to stand because Satan desired to sift me like a sand through a sifter. He had desired to tear me apart, and they've got a lot of power in this world. Only the protection of God is my refuge. But I have a heart, I have feelings, and I like to be liked too. Hey, Brother Turner. Not just to bow your head and turn your face and go the other way. 
Because some of these people feel like because of my calling, I can see their sins. And I know when they're lying and I know when they're telling the truth. So they don't want to be around me. So what they will do, they won't even come to church. They'll go to one of these large churches where they can hide behind a vast number of people. And they feel like that preach. If the word come forward, it can't be me because they got thousands of people around me. It must be them. I thank you for listening. I thank you. Pray for me. You righteous ones. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to learning how to fight spiritual warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rocharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas. Our cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com. Turnerman at yahoo.com.